Blog Talk Radio. to be and thing like that, you know who this shut out is, the queen, quite head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, so glad if it did right you upon Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, you know this shut the where we get uplifting to living legacy and the pay ancestral homage, so we're so glad it is evening for did right you and thing like that, and you know what we going to do this evening, we going to take a moment of silence for all the people who don't cross over into the realm of the ancestors since this uh, coronavirus been going on. And also for any of them who lost your life while they've been out here recently, a protesting thing for the lives of them who have done get killed by the police and things like that. So let we take a moment of silence for all of them and praise his soul and they the rest peacefully. Ashe. Ashe, Ashe. Well, we're so glad to be right here with all the hundred children and things like that. And we want to give thanks to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition one more again for sponsoring this year broadcast and things like that. If you ain't done join we, please go on your honor to gullahgeechee.net. Gullahgeechee.net, and you can go on also to gullahgeechee.biz for peer membership dues and things like that for the year and things like that. We ain't stop work tall, tall. In fact, everything done rev up now and things like that. 
Now, Hunter Tillin might wonder how come that are going on and things like that. But if you to follow me and follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter or Instagram, right away, you to follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio upon Facebook, the Gullah Geechee Seattle Coalition upon Facebook, or you to follow me blog, Gullah And remember this now, Gullah Geechee, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, Gullah Geechee. And to know I and Geechee if it a we. If Hunter the follow we put any of them thing on them, then you see things been pretty on gwine ever since we yet about Brother Ahmad Arbery, then we yet about Sister Brianna Taylor, then we yet about George Floyd, and you know I've been a gwine on, then Juneteenth coming and all that kind of thing like that. So if you're gonna follow we you see and not slow down, speed up and thing like that. Well, let me grab my teeth so all the hundred children with data, whether you're on the wall and thing, whether you're yelling me from YouTube, whether you're yelling me across your social media with Facebook and thing like that, or you're yelling me from Twitter, or you're not yelling this year after the fact and thing like that because you download them and thing, and you ain't there, you're live. I just want everybody to be very clear on what's going on at this point in time. It's been a very, very interesting and very extraordinarily busy June here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Annually, we celebrate Gullah Geechee. Rhythm Radio celebrates Black Music Month, as most of my regular listeners, you well know this. Ever since we've been on the air, we take the time in June to just really enjoy ourselves and enjoy music. And those who've been tuned in this month, you know I've even talked about songs of protest and the fact that I have not heard that that much during the course of this month. Well, this month is also when we would usually have our annual celebration for Juneteenth at the Jepson Jepson in Savannah, Georgia, to begin the month, and it would continue on through various Juneteenth celebrations that happen not only throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation in various locations, but also we celebrate because we are linked to our family in Texas through those who they call the black Seminoles or the Afro Seminoles that live there. And Galveston, Texas is where the Juneteenth celebration emerges from due to the fact that when we celebrated freedom here in the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, but in particular in Carolina, and in particular in my home state and my particular county, my own county, Beaufort County, on the island of Port Royal and then on my home island, St. Helena Island, we celebrated freedom January 1st, 1863. In Galveston, Texas, they did not celebrate freedom until June the 19th, 1865. And so now because of the outcries and the outpouring of people seeking justice for black people around the world, now more and more people have taken an interest and learning about Freedom Days, such as Juneteenth, and Juneteenth just happened to fall in the midst of this. Well, Juneteenth came around right after World Oceans Day. So if any of you are following our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com, you've probably read the blog that I wrote about that and how even that day just about went by without having the opportunity to truly 
celebrate it in the way that I thought I would be celebrating and commemorating it with a lot of environmentalists and not even being in the Gullah Geechee Nation at all, but being at a global conference for the world's oceans. Now, I have a particular interest and a particular passion for environmentalism, environmental justice. There is such a thing called environmental racism, hence why there's environmental justice. And the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's members and leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation have participated in a number of the Region 4 Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, when it really existed, when it really functioned as far as the U.S. government. We've attended many of the environmental justice meetings and workshops and contributed as speakers during those times and done trainings and other things with them. There's a family of people that we work with that move from an environmental justice into resilience and adaptation forums and into various platforms where we have been moving the water, one would say, for decades now. Because in the majority of those spaces and those places, you only get called upon as a person of color when your community has already been infected and negatively affected by poisonings of the waterways and the land to the extent that they get declared Superfund sites. And that sounds good when you hit a Superfund. You'd be like, yeah, I want some of that. No, you don't. Because the Superfund means that there has been some type of a corporate entity, generally speaking, that has polluted an area to the extent that it can be proven that there is environmental degradation as well as human health degradation. And there is a crisis, generally, in a community. Usually people have already died by the hundreds, and cancer cells are there. There are cancer clusters that are there in that community brought on by air pollution, earth pollution, water pollution. So when we start looking at the intersecting points of Black Lives Matter movement that is happening, when we start looking at something called World Oceans Day and expanding it to the entire month, World Oceans Month, and we are native Gullah Geechis who are human rights peeps who have stood on their human right to self-determination that continue to fight for our water rights and our land rights, then you are talking about recognizing the fact that we do not have personal security, much less food security, much less food and land sovereignty, if we do not deal with all of the aforementioned things, the fact that our lives do matter enough that we need to have healthy, sustainable land and waters to be fed from to keep up the quality of life amongst our community so that our community is safe and healthy and that is how people are secure. So if we do not recognize that there are some legitimate intersecting points at this moment in time where people are at least woke for a minute. They are woke 
to Juneteenth, and I believe some will be woke through Blackout Week, July 1st through the 7th. We will see how long they stay woke past those times, past these dates, because I was stunned when on Friday I and many others who are in this movement who put out a call for justice to end food apartheid, to end this commercial structure of this food system that's not healthy for anybody, that's only capitalistic in its form, and the call for food sovereignty and food security for people, especially people of color, black people, indigenous people in America and in the Gullah Geechee Nation. I was stunned that while I was delivering the keynote address, I was hearing different sounds from another device that was sitting nearby that I didn't realize was still on. But at the conclusion of presenting, I found that I was hearing the sounds of people who were donating via Cash App. And our Cash App is Gullah Geechee Nation. It's dollar sign, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. So it's dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, same way as GullahGeecheeNation.com. So here it is that I was hearing this sound during the presentation and coming to find out there were people giving as they were listening to the keynote address. And then finally, our Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund on GoFundMe that we've been pushing for years suddenly started to get donations. Five people, ten people, twenty people, thirty people, forty people just donated, so on and so on. And it was very powerful to witness this going on on Friday. Even more powerful to watch this continue into Saturday. So within a 24-hour period, we heard from new people, we connected with new people that we weren't aware of and probably were not aware of us prior to now, weren't aware of the sea islands literally being in the Atlantic Ocean and that there are people still living here. That cricket eat like that, they thing like that, that read it was a faithfully land. And so here it was that these folks came in like a flood, like a tide. They rushed in, but it was just like a surge. So this happened Friday and partially into Saturday, and by Sunday the tide stopped moving. And that's my concern about this current time, this current age that we are in. No different than the civil rights movement, though. The civil rights movement was not everybody involved. It took 14 years for people to march and to pray and to be arrested and to die before Others realize, wait a minute, I ought to do something. I ought to donate some money. I need to donate some time. I need to donate some expertise. I need to walk. I need to not shop in them places. I need to speak up. I need to do something. So at the time we're in now, I thought about it. I said, well, it was 14 days. Just around the time we laid Brother George Floyd to rest, God bless the dead. How much longer would it go on? Does this generation have the wherewithal 
to thrive for 14 years. We'll see. And when that surge happened over the weekend, the surge of people, black, white, and otherwise, who decided, well, I'm going to give to this cause. I'm so moved at this moment, I'm going to give to this cause. It was a beautiful thing. It was an insightful thing. It was an inspiring thing to say, wow, your living and work is not in vain. And then there were those who asked about giving but didn't give. There were those who will wait and see what they're going to do. Because sometimes people say, well, I'm going to do something bigger than this. I'm not going to do it right now. I want to do this later on. And that's fine. And they build up the momentum and then they do what they planned. And it's a beautiful thing. But I pray that we sustain this energy and this power that we have in this moment. And given that this is World Oceans Month, I would be remiss not to have done a broadcast about it when I see a new wave of justice flowing. And my drum call for justice on last Friday via the Hunger for Justice broadcast, which you can go and view at a Growing Cultures page on on YouTube, and you can also find it on the Gullah Geechee Nations page on Facebook, and you can also find it at our channel, GullahGeechee.tv, if you go under the listing of environmental videos and land rights videos, as well as the human rights videos. Because I spoke a lot about United Nations declarations about food and food security and what that means, and the difference between food security and food sovereignty. Because people have to have the ability to have access to food, but then that food needs to be viable enough to sustain them once they access it. So here we come back to the Gullah Geechee Nation, these intersecting points about hungers for justice and flows of justice in this ocean of justice we see right now, that there's all these waves hitting in different ways. So, of course, as black people, yes, we agree black lives matter. But we agree that in order to sustain black lives, we need food security. So in order to have food security, we must end environmental racism and all other forms of racism. In order to do that, we have to have a unified force that can sustain itself beyond this moment and that is consistent enough to continue on fighting for the ownership of land by black and indigenous people so that we can control the types of foods that we grow and make sure they are healthy on land. Island people worldwide means we have to watch what's done on land because what happens on land ends up in the water. And around here on the sea islands from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, and 30, 35 miles inland to the St. John's River, this is of major concern because it's not just the St. John's River here. We have the Ace, we have the Ace Basin, we have the Ashley, the Cumbie, the Edisto, we have the Savannah River, we got the Port Royal Sound, 
we have all of these different creeks and rivers that go into estuaries, and where do they connect up? In the ocean. Hence why World Ocean Day, World Ocean Month, are personal for me. Not just because COVID-19 or the coronavirus, as we say, ruin anything like that, doesn't prevent us to get out in the world, and in many cases, even to get out to the ocean, because in regard to the Gullah Geechee Nation, I'm not encouraging people to go out to the beach where the ocean is. Why? Because other people have come from hot spots to get to where we live, to get to the beach. So that means instead of our lives being uplifted and going to the ocean to be healed, instead of you go now, you're going and getting anxiety because you're not sure if you're going to come in contact with someone who actually is a carrier. And when we go to the beach, we don't pile up all on top of each other, but we see other people do that. I've watched, I've watched it for years. And so here it is now where our concern before was simply keeping pollution out of the ocean. And we thought that we had a good thing going because people had stay-at-home orders. Those stay-at-home orders have been lifted. So now we're wondering what the counterbalance is that is happening even as I speak with more cars being back out on the road again, with more people traveling, getting on airplanes and going places again. People are moving around again, which now is having, again, negative impacts to the environment. But there is such a wave that's crashing regarding black lives at the moment that people don't have time to focus on the environment in and of itself, even though without this healthy environment, there are no healthy black lives. There are no healthy lives. So yet we still stand in the gap. We still wade in the water. We pray that the trouble in the water is that that will bubble up to the top and be a healing force, that it will burn off all the negativity, that all the acidification of the ocean will be recalibrated, the pH will come into balance. We pray that people will come into balance. We pray that we will have a new life emerge like we all started witnessing when we all needed to stay at home. And when we emerge this time, that there'll be a wave of justice, that the new flow will be anti-racism. I found it very interesting tuning in last night to a discussion by Alpha Phi Alpha. The brothers were talking with Brother Roland Martin, who is one of their members, They had an open public dialogue, and I thank them for doing that because most of the time, if you are not a member of fraternity or sorority, you don't get to know what their dialogues are about. And they had a very interesting dialogue with a brother whose roots stem from South Carolina, and that's Brother Hill Harper. You all know his name because he's a well-known actor. Hill Harper pointed out something about the word I used, anti-racist and anti-racism. He wanted to be clear 
that there are three categories. One is racist, one is non-racist, and one is anti-racist. Now, of course, the argument, because it's not a discussion, the argument that has happened for decades is the fact that Anglo people, especially in America, but we've seen it globally, are raised to be racist whether they realize it or not. And if you're benefiting from a system that is totally constructed upon a racist foundation, you cannot deny the existence of racism. Even if you say, oh, I don't consider myself racist, you're not the judge of that. It's the people who get discriminated against who can judge that and who can articulate to you what we consider to be racist behavior, racial discrimination, racially discriminatory acts and comments, things such as you're so articulate. Do you say that to white people? You're surprised at us being able to do different things. Like if I had people who were angled, be surprised that I had a computer science degree, that I actually had a laptop that I traveled with these types of things that they would never have questioned if I didn't look like I look, much less coming from where I'm from, like my boy Anthony Hamilton would say. So here it is that we're talking about systemic, structural racism and benefiting from that and then turning your head away from what happens to those who don't benefit from that structure, meaning black people who are the ones who do not benefit from that structure. So now we go to his category about non-racist. So to be a non-racist, like he said, many black people fall into that category. He said because all that means is, well, I'm just not, you know, I, I don't bother with nobody other as long as me and mine are okay then, you know, that's all I'm concerned about. As long as, like, the system working for me and mine, then it doesn't, the rest of it doesn't matter. That's just being non-racist. Now, the movement that's on is not for, for either of those. It's not for racism and it's not for being non-racist. It's for being anti-racist. It means you are going to actually work on ending racism. You are going to assist in dismantling this system that has been around since America decided to cheer on Christopher Columbus. 1492 is what they tell us. So everything that was built after that, that said that due to the skin color, due to the nose, due to the lips, due to the tone of voice, all these different things have been used to say black people were a certain way which meant they didn't have a right to other things. Even if you have attempted to use religion, in particular, one scripture out of the Bible, servants in all ways, obey your masters, to try to attempt to use that to continuously enslave people that have melanin has to be dismantled. If you have financially benefited because of what is called white skin privilege, that is the system we're saying has to be dismantled. So we get it. There are white-skinned black 
people, hence the term passing, that exist. And yes, those happen to be the people, and I know personally for the most part, that are non-racist because they can use the fact that people think that they are not black to benefit themselves and to advance themselves, and many times have. So the system then is working for me. Well, I should have changed the system. Lawns ain't nobody bothering me and mine, I'm good. But the day that you get dragged out the police car and beat down into the street, then you want to make sure everybody knows I'm actually black. So herein lies the problem. When we try to isolate just one component of justice, we'll never get where we need to be. So that's why in the drum call for justice on Friday, I ask people to look at justice in this way. Write the word from top to bottom, one letter on each line, from the top going downward on your paper, not across, not from left to right, but top to bottom. Jump urgently, spiritually, truthfully into cultural empowerment. Jump urgently, spiritually, truthfully into cultural empowerment. And of course, y'all wouldn't expect anything different from me at this point in time than for me to continue to argue for cultural heritage, cultural rights, cultural empowerment, because the more people know about themselves and their own individual culture and what it has brought into the world, the more likely they will be stable enough spiritually and mentally to be able to carry on and sustain a fight that is going to take years to accomplish. And why do I say it'll take years? We can vote all the legislation in the world we want to. That does not mean it will be carried out because there are forces that demand that it never happens, that racism never be dismantled. So we who believe in freedom cannot rest. We have to jump urgently into this. But if we jump into it, we need to be spiritually fortified and we need to be truthful about what we're doing. And part of having justice, we have to have truth in there. We have to. So jump urgently, spiritually, and truthfully into cultural empowerment. And the way as black people to get into cultural empowerment is we have to own the whole story. And we have to recognize that as long as, is there is no enemy within, then the enemy without cannot, can do us no harm. But if we have people within that are, as Brother Hill Harper pointed out, just being non-racist, meaning you just going to float along and let other people's blood flow in the street, let other people be arrested, beaten down, let others of us still be out here hollering and throwing our fists up in the air and exhausting our voices and our bodies and our minds and our spirits, but you just walk in at the end and get to reap the harvest and get the benefits, that's unacceptable, and the time is out for that. Time is out for that. Now is the time that even people who often write me, often come out and hear me present, and who I get to laugh with, who I get to enjoy learning what your culture is from you. 
people who are non-black people, this is your opportunity to step up and do more than tell somebody that you don't believe you're racist. This is not the time to be telling folks that. Now is the time for you to actually put your money where your mouth is. If we are going to talk about empowerment, part of the empowerment has to be economic. When we're talking about dismantling a racist system, it has everything to do with having equality as much as it does equity. And they also are not one and the same. Separate but equal. Go look that up if you didn't study that in school. That's the one thing they did generally teach across America. Separate but equal. That was beaten into us, and now you expect everybody to be together after you taught us over and over. Separate but equal. When do we get to equal? We can't get to equal. We can't get to equitable. So now is the time that everybody has a role to play. All my international listeners, I've had people from other countries donate to our movement in the Gullah Geechee Nation much more quickly than people within the U.S. did because they really could see our perspective and they could see that it was unjust that Gullah Geechee people's land was stolen by nefarious acts, many of which are legal on the books to use. They study world history more in other countries, especially in other parts of the Western world and the Caribbean, than is done in the U.S. So they get it when we say, that our people's blood, sweat, and tears is in this land and inextricably tied to the sea islands, and that this is the foundation, the cornerstone of America, so we have every right to continue to take a stand for land. So here it is that you have a role you can play, no matter what your culture may be, to help empower yourself and then empower others cultural communities so that we all can then collaborate and successfully dismantle racism altogether so that we don't have to have categories of it, so that we don't have to continue to get in the flow of justice just on one side or another or the, or the low-hanging fruit group. We go over here and say, well, we'll do the environmental stuff for we don't want to do the Black Lives Matter stuff, or we'll do the environmental stuff, but you know which environmental stuff, you know. It's okay to be involved with the offshore drilling thing and stop that because, yeah, I don't want to see those ugly things outside my window. But I ain't going to help Queen Quetinos with making sure that they have access to the waterways and all of that, you know, because, um, you know, I, I don't mind living in a gated area. No, we have to deal with all of it. If we're going to get equality and we're going to get equity, we have to deal with justice. And part of dealing with justice is we have to have truth. And this is this moment we are in. And I believe that that is why we were sat down for months to stay home. And then look at what everybody else was doing. Look at how Mother Earth was healing without us out and about. But now that we are out, what are you out doing? I hope you're out doing yourself with seeking to dismantle racism, including environmental racism, including 
environmental injustice. I pray that you are fighting against that because there's nothing just about people wanting to use seismic guns in the ocean and use a term called harassment. If you're not familiar with this and the legality of that, please watch Gullah Geechee TV. Go to G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV and look at the episode called Zooming In on the Coast Through a Legal Lens. I had Amy Armstrong of the South Carolina Environmental Law Project on the broadcast last Wednesday at 3 p.m. discussing our cases and updates on our cases where we have lawsuits still going on to stop seismic gun testing, to go back to what we convinced the Obama administration to do, which was to stop any permitting of oil drilling in the Atlantic Ocean, in our house, in our home, in the ocean, we also have a lawsuit still, or we, or I should say we have legal counsel for We don't have a lawsuit yet, and hopefully we don't have to get to a lawsuit. But we have legal counsel, and we have environmentalists of all different races of ethnicities working with us to stop destruction at Bay Point here in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, off the coast of St. Helena Island is a place called Bay Point. And if you haven't yet gone to change.org, go to change.org and find the Stop Destructionment at Bay Point petition and please sign it. Because just as in the drum call for justice, we were calling for people to stand with us for food sovereignty, for the land, we can't protect our food stock if our fisheries are destroyed. And Bay Point is a major fishing ground for the Gullah Geechee fishing families. This has been the case for generations. So we can't allow people to think that for their recreation that they should be able to just build everywhere and then cause destruction to the very environment that feeds us, literally. So hence we come full circle with this flow of justice at this moment, this ocean of justice at this moment during World Ocean Month to let the time go by without having an opportunity to address how important the ocean is and how important environmentalism still is as we fight for the dismantling of racism, that they all are connected. Because if we don't think of it in that way, what I've seen around the world will continue, where people who are black, people who are indigenous, end up blocked from being able to get access to the ocean, being blocked from being able to access waterways, that have been sacred to them, that have literally not only fed their bodies, but fed their spirits. So it's critical at this time. While Hunter Chilin the Yeti, we ain't thinking like that. 
that we speak what needs to be said and that we truly jump urgently, spiritually, truthfully into cultural empowerment. And I know that my community is empowered by being able to sustain themselves from the land and the water. So therefore, we have to work together as a song to work together till I'm going to get weary. The grid can't be meeting this in promised land. But in order for us to get to where the camp meeting is taking place, it's going to take some time. It's not a drop in the bucket. We're talking about an ocean. That's a mass amount of droplets. So we need to know that the ocean continues to rev up, rise, and that's what we need to do, rev up and rise. We need to rise as groups of people around the world together of various cultures who are willing to go beyond being non-racist to being anti-racist. And we need to be those folks that stand together, united, that are continuing to have a passion for making the world a better place as a whole. And part of that has to be in continuing to look at the environmental scope of things and see how healthy we can get the earth to be again. The climate politically has changed. The climate environmentally has changed. Where are you in the midst of any of it? What have you done? What are you doing? So... We have a lot that's still going on here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Our work has not ceased. July 2nd will be the 20th anniversary of my installment, the 20th anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Nation. We will celebrate from July 2nd all the way to August the 2nd this year because of Gullah Geechee 2020. Daily, virtually, you can find us at Gullah Geechee Nation. We will be posting who to support what to support. We are going to be launching a campaign this week that for Gullah Geechee 2020, 20 ways in 20 days. So there's the 20 different things that we would call upon all of you to do, 20 days and 20 ways to support the Gullah Geechee Nation. We want you to be able to be clear on what are legitimately Gullah Geechee things and legitimate Gullah Geechee causes to contribute to. Some of those contributions will be letter writing. Some of those contributions will be just simply signing the petition. Some of those contributions will be tweeting and reposting to your platforms these movement pieces that are there that make this whole motor keep going. There will be, we will be asking for donations once again. And again, if you want to give tonight, you can go to GoFundMe, the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund. You can donate there. If you're a Cash App person, you can donate with the dollar sign, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. If you want to continue to be a part of the ongoing movement, along with global partners and global members, 
please go to gullahgeechee.net, become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can pay dues for the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at gullahgeechee.biz, and you can also stand with us and others around the world who are fighting for our rights on all levels, human rights, land rights, water rights. We want you to know who the organizations are that have consistently stood up for these rights over these 20 years. We want you to know the people who have legitimate Gullah Geechee businesses that you can support even online. Just because people have stay-at-home orders doesn't mean that there's no economic transfers that are going on. Many people have websites that you can still purchase items through and they can be mailed to you, such as from gullahgeechee.biz. And there are also various causes that we are supporting because we still have to sustain our nation in totality. We cannot stop just because there is a pandemic. We definitely do not stop because there's protests. We are protesting too. Brother Maude Arbery was murdered here in the Gullah Geechee Nation on this coast. But interestingly enough, the second Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week proclamation that I got this year was from the county that he lived in and died in, Glen County, Georgia. The first proclamation I received was from my own home county, Beaufort County, South Carolina. And tonight, before coming on this broadcast, I received the one from Nassau County, Florida. And I'm thankful to all of the counties, all of the cities, all of the townships that continue to participate in Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week and that they're not just doing it this year to jump into looking like, for the optics of it, to appear that they work with the indigenous black people that are on the coast that they have been elected to work with and work on. They didn't just start doing this. These counties and these towns have been celebrating with us for almost a decade now, Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. And thanks to our representative, Shedron Williams, it went all the way up the ladder to the South Carolina General Assembly last year. And we're praying that more of them in the assembly will support us this year and that they'll see the importance of cultural empowerment and how when people are culturally empowered, those are the constituents that you want because they're more aware of everything around them and how it affects and infects their cultural ability to sustain themselves and to keep their community alive and to teach the next generation of their children who they are, as we would say, who we be down your thing. So it's vital at this hour that this ocean of justice continue to flow successfully. It is vital that we work together and that we collaborate with one another. And so if any of you are interested in doing that, I continue to encourage you to become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. I encourage you to follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook. Follow Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. 
every week we will not only now have Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio because of our supporters and our sponsors, including All Mobile Productions, who provides our technical support for these broadcasts in many cases, and our partners have create at the University of Minnesota. But we also have a Wednesday afternoon, 3 p.m., Zoom broadcast called Zooming In on Sustainability. And we will be focusing on the oceans and the environment consistently on that program, but even more so sustaining Gullah Geechee culture as a whole. So this coming Wednesday at 3 p.m., I will have the Oba of Oyatunji, Alasi, Oba Adifumi II, will be on the air along with Dr. Amir Jamal Ture. And so we will have a discussion called Sounds and Words of Power. I opened the Zoom, Zooming In on Sustainability broadcast with Kwame Shah of All Mobile Productions, and we wanted to launch Black Music Month, dialoguing about music and sound and culture and sustaining those traditions. So when we talk about June, like I say, June is usually when we just sit on the air and celebrate music. Well, I thought it not robbery to make sure that we talk about sound and words and music closing out this month as well. So if you missed the live broadcast on Zoom or you're at work now or you're Zooming in on other meetings because there are so many hundreds of those people I have to deal with a week now, if that is the case, never worry. You can follow Gullah Geechee TV, Gullah TV. If you go to Gullah Geechee TV on Facebook, they are posted there. But TV will bring you to our channel, and you can subscribe there for free. And then that way, when they're rebroadcast on there, you can watch. And I want to thank all of you who tuned in last Saturday with our real fun celebration of Black Music Month, but also a powerful one because it still was there to make you think about this moment and the protests that are going on. And I was asked to be a part of Quarantunes by the McKissick Museum, and I thought that was such an honor because they handled the Folklife Festival, and I presented there many years ago, and they appreciated that presentation, so I was given an invitation to present this time on this show called Quarantunes, and I love the name alone. And so you all will see the Quarantunes broadcast up on the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page as well as the McKissick fan page, and it will be premiering this week on Gullah Geechee TV as well. And so you have a lot of Gullah Geechee TV you can watch. You all need to put us in your subscriptions just like you do Netflix, and we ain't even charging you no money. we just asking you every now and then, make a little donation, put five on it. You all remember that I got five on it. You all can do that. You know, and definitely let us continue to give a lot of support to the black community at this time because there is a continued onslaught against us to such a degree that it is very damaging to many people. And if you would, please go to GullahGeecheeNation.com and you will see that I wrote a blog and posted it as part of my Corona Chronicles that addresses the pandemic protests, and PTSD. We have to get together to heal not only 
the land, the ocean, the sea, but I have to heal we. We have to heal ourselves as well. We have to continue to be prayerful that God does want us to heal and that God wants us to be sustained while we are here on earth for the purposes that we have been sent to do this work. And I do believe that if we're all here right now in this time, we have a purpose to do something collectively for the world, to leave the world a better place than it was when we arrived. And so I just want to thank everybody who supported the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and supported this broadcast over the many, many years that we've been on the air. I want to thank all of you who support Gullah Geechee TV and who are members and supporters and definitely financial contributors to the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. We've gotten a lot of well wishes. We've gotten a lot of people supporting our effort, and we, again, encourage you to continue to do so by going to change.org and signing the petition, Stop the Destruction Men at Bay Point. We have a, about a month before there's a possibility of that proposal going before the Buford Board of Zoning Appeal. We've been told they will not be going before them this week, um, So, which where we thought they would be. It seems that the destruction areas are not going before them this week, but they will continue. They're still pressing on, so we're pressing back. So make sure that you send out and look at the updates. We've asked people to write letters into the Board of Zoning Appeal and Opposition. If you want the information, you can find it in the updates at the change.org petition, or you can email us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We also appreciate you continuing to share the link from GoFundMe for the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund, as well as to continue to contribute there. We thank the people who have signed up and that give monthly um, to it. We greatly appreciate that. And we also appreciate you all sharing dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation on Cash App. Dollar sign G-U-L-L-A-H. G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. We're continuing to take donations. We are trying to reach $20,000 for the Gullah Geechee Land Legacy Fund by our anniversary, July the 2nd. We are also trying to reach 20,000 signatures on that change.org petition by July the 2nd for Tanky. Hunter Chilla, no, who this shall be? This year the queen quit. Head on the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And one more again, I'm so glad that Hunter Chillin tune in a thought of not robbery, but yet we one more again on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. And again, please, if you haven't, before I go, I must say to you, get in the flow. Get in the flow. There's oceans of justice out here. So jump urgently, spiritually, truthfully, intercultural empowerment, and let us create a new system of operation in America and let us continue to sustain the self-determined, self-sufficient operations of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Thank you, thank you for tuning in and supporting one more again, We Station, because you know this year the We Show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So, honey, chillin', yeah, we've got time to wrap up. It's time for We Go. But we say to you, thank you, thank you, for all that you do 
And thank you, thank you this night for coming through. Peace and blessings. Stay healthy, everybody. Socially distance. Keep on your mask, but also keep standing. Keep speaking out. Keep standing up. Let's rebuild this system. Peace and blessings. Love you.